Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for February 15th through 19th. Had a full week. Yes. Very nice. One quick update, as we talked about on last week's show, was that we were going to try to pull double duty and watch the episodes that were available online that were shown when the United States was being preempted, but they weren't available. The content was taken down. So somebody got in trouble. If you had... (laughs) They probably were like, you know what? These are the next week's episodes anyway. So we'll just, I didn't check this week's episodes to see if, because they were posted too. Right. I didn't check them to see. So who knows if you had the opportunity to watch them online during what should have been the original airing. My goodness, this is a confusing path to follow, (laughs) much like our storylines. But, and there was a difference. Let us know. But if there wasn't, then we're good. Right. I just want to know if there's like sneak peeks that didn't get cut out right originally right and we do have a couple so we've been getting some really good emails in response to our leslie weber episode i love it thank you so so much to everybody who is filling us in on the stuff that we didn't have available to us so we are putting out a call can you please email us at peer 54 podcast at gmail.com please 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 Email us anything that you remember about Leslie that maybe we forgot or we need clarified. Please, please do it. And we're actually going to do it as a 411. I can't wait. Read. We already have a few. Um, Diane, you messaged us about your YouTube channel. You left a comment on our podcast. However, we tried to respond to it, but it didn't show up as a response to yours. And we want to talk to you. (laughs) So please, Diane. I feel like this is sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) Please, Diane, email us so that, you know, we can talk because we have questions. Yes. She has an entire YouTube page dedicated to Rick and Leslie. We have some questions. Right. So we would just love to talk to you. Also, actor Christopher Pennock passed away at 76. He was Mitch Williams on General Hospital. He also did some off-Broadway. He was in a supernatural soap opera called Dark Shadows. He passed away on February 12th. Neither of us know who Mitch Williams is. 
Does it say what years he was on? Yep. So from 1979 to 80, oh. Pennock starred as, on GH as Mitch Williams, a Port Charles DA, Ooh. who was part of the love triangle with Susan Moore and Tracy Quatermain. Oh, we have to find out more. I know. Although he continued to see Susan on the side, Mitch married Tracy for the money. Doesn't that kind of sound like Luke? Initially, because then Luke fell in love with her. Okay. His wife went along with his political ambitions, took him to Albany, but later returned having divorced him. <gasps> oh, oh, is that when, is that when Tracy left? And then she came back in the nineties. Okay. Okay. So we don't know who he is because we were negative one and negative two years old. <laughs> no. You Dep were way off. I was negative two. You were you perhaps were. born, if not still being Cooked. developed. <laughs> Yes. So now you know how old we are. I think they knew that anyway, because we talked last year about me being 40. Yeah, but we to, never like, talk about my age. So we're that all over the place, but you're younger. So by two to talk about years. Yours. Just wait till you turn 40. I'm fine. It's going to be everywhere. I'm fine. I'm writing a billboard. Go, go right ahead. <laughs> That'll be great advertising for me. Thank you. <laughs> It'll be great advertising for the show. So yeah, so that's kind of our updates. Now I'm really interested in this guy's character. Yeah, we're going to have to look into it more. Yes. and. This Thursday's Port Charles 411 is going to be our chat with Carrie Shane, Karen Wexler. I'm so excited. I'm so excited Actually, for I you. I shouldn't say I'm so excited until we finish the interview because I have no idea what I'm going to say. I'm going to focus really hard. <laughs> I am forcing, forcing, forcing Amanda to talk because this is someone that she has watched. But you don't know the quality of what I'm going to say. I, I might just only be able to say, oh, my gosh. Oh my like, gosh. hi. <laughs> How are you? So you'll we'll be see. fine. It'll either be our best interview or our worst interview yet. <laughs> I don't think we have a best or a worst. No. I, I mean, I feel like as us talking, you can see that we've definitely oh, yes, yes, developed yes. more as we've yeah, that like when often. I went all fangirl on Real. Oh, it was so cute, though. <laughs> that was so cute. That wasn't a bad episode. That was cute. No, but I, I totally, I was like, hi. <laughs> hi, Dagger. I talked more in that one. You <laughs> did. You <laughs> covered you there. So where are you starting with this week? Maurice Bernard is five years older than character Sonny. They showed his ID, and then I was like, is that how old he is? No. Oh. Okay. Maurice Bernard is 57. Sonny is 52. Got it. <laughs> that was it. I'm like, why is that important? But okay. Because they yes. showed his ID and I always, you know, you have to do. Did they show his ID? No, they showed the tombstone. Oh, the tombstone. Okay. Sorry. I was really glad to see Christina made it back. Yes. Let's hope she sticks around for a little while. I really appreciated Jax's conversation with Joss. Mm -hmm. Because even though he hates Sonny. Right. He has never once tried to, even though he's had his opinions about her safety. Right. He's never told her. You can't love him. You shouldn't love him. I'm your dad. You know, stuff like that. Right. So, no, they co-parent all very well. Even Sonny and Ava got to the point where they were very mm -hmm. all about the child, which is how you should be. Yes. I don't know where to start. Well, I just gave you three things. Yeah, neither one of those. I felt like this week's most annoying characters were Jordan and Alexis. I was over both of them. Okay. Alexis turning Sunny's funeral all about her. It's not important that Molly goes to her uncle's funeral. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. I felt like if anyone should have stayed back, it should have been Sam. Yeah. Because she's broken ties with all of that. Right. So I can see that. Yep. Don't understand why. And you can't put your drinking aside for a few hours to take care of your daughter who 
just said to you, I need you to take care of me because my dad died. And they all defended her to each other. Like, well, they didn't defend her, but they all talked about, you know, this is going to be hard. I felt like they had a really good conversation about, yes, this is tough, but she's trying. Like, let's, let's right. be supportive. And they, they shared their concerns though of relapse, which is fair. Right. Given Everything. where we are. Right. Exactly. No, they were being wonderful, supportive daughters. And she didn't give them anything. And why didn't Sam stay inside when she's like, oh, I left my phone upstairs? Right. Sam, go get the phone. Exactly. Exactly. You knew what she was doing. Give me a break. Yeah. So I was totally annoyed with her. And then Jordan just whined all week, I felt like. She was talking to the pitcher. Of oh, well, we have her back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I could do it that way. Because <laughs> she was looking at, the, at her wedding picture and she's like, how did we end up here? Oh, you ended up there because you're a liar and you kept everything from your husband. That's how you ended up there. Yeah. Are you really asking that question? Ridiculous. So I'm just over her crying. I was done and, with both of them. They were so whiny. And her and Curtis talking about like going to therapy and how they can't talk about the stuff. And I'm, I like how he said, I need to figure this out because I don't think he's being hypocritical because he has a PI and his job is to reveal the secrets. Cause right. she threw that on him. Yeah. She was like, your job's basically the same. And he's like, no, my job is to reveal them. Right. You know, to, I mean, yeah, it's, there's always pain involved whenever that's happening. Like somebody's going to get hurt, but no, I just wasn't. And I know I always say that I don't like her because she whines about stuff, but this week I just felt like she took the cake with how did we get here? Really? So I liked him and Portia. Going to do some PI work together. She was so cute. She was so cute. She's like, oh, what are we doing here? This is great. I felt like she was exactly how we would be. I have no life <laughs> other than my kid and work. Sure. I'll go out with you and just sit here and do some investigating. Who's the bad guy? Where are they at? Right. Like, oh, she's into him. Yes. Yep. Super cute. I hope they give her more scenes like that. I'm tired of seeing her just at the hospital or well, talking to Trina. And there's a lot of people that don't like her. That I was reading online. They're like, I cringe when she's on, but it's, they haven't done anything exactly. with her yet. She's a doctor. Right. That's it. Occasionally, she, once she yelled at Ava mm -hmm. and that's, and she gets tough with Renault. Yes. But, but yeah, no, I feel like she's capable of more. I do too. Which is why I feel like they're doing this stuff with Nina too, because I have complained multiple times that they have not been using Cynthia Watros to her extent. Right. It's just a very unfortunate storyline that is given to her mm -hmm. to showcase because she was everywhere this week. Yeah. I mean, but I think that we're going back. I think that we're going back to where she was a couple of years ago. I think that she's going to wind up perhaps in a mental health care facility again. Yep. I, I give her so much credit though for not barging in the room when she overheard Jackson Carly mm -hmm. and just calling them out right then and there. Yes. You know, I didn't think she was going to do it at Sonny's gravesite, though. No, that didn't feel right to me. I feel like she would have waited. Carly saying you can't handle the truth, though. <laughs> she was channeling her inner Jack Nicholson. I <laughs> mean, so let's funny. just give her the credit because <laughs> she said it exactly yep. the same. <laughs> but I felt like Carly was good this week. Yeah, I felt like she was really good. She was just Carly enough. She was sad and upset, but she didn't totally break down. She was staying strong for her family mm -hmm. and then even had the conversation with Jason about trying to find whatever it is in her that makes her push through. Yeah. I liked, I liked all of that. Sunny's dreaming about her. I know. That was so cute. That was. That was really sweet. 
I still don't understand how Phyllis was in Port Charles and didn't see anything about the funeral, though. I know. I was really counting on that. Me too. When... You know what happened. All right, we're all over the place. We are. I'm sorry. So let's get back to Nina and let's handle the Phyllis stuff. I forgot for a minute that she was in Port Charles until I started talking. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. So back to Nina with Phyllis. So Phyllis came after Nina's beckon call to run to Port Charles. She came and she said yes, that Nell's dad was who she had given Nell to as a baby, which I was surprised. Yeah. But I thought about it and we keep thinking about adoption as a normal adoption. You're giving it to, if you're selling a baby, you're giving it to the highest bidder and someone that really wants this kid. You wouldn't give it to someone who was high in society because then that kid would be showcased everywhere. And Nina would be able to find her easier. You would want Trailer Park in Florida. Why would you even think to go under the radar? Yeah. So it makes sense now that I like thought it through. I still don't understand how he has a big black fancy car though, because they'd never had money. I don't know either. Maybe it was, I don't know. But here's my thing. Can you identify someone from 29 years ago that you met for five seconds? Maybe if it made that much of an impression on you. Okay. And it was a picture of him then, not now. True. Aging him up? No, I don't think you yeah. would. But seeing it, yeah, and I think that's the only thing I can pretend to give them credit for. There mm-hmm. is maybe it was significant enough because she said she feels so bad and has thought about it several million times over the years. Well, and then uh, they were talking about something where the upbringing is why she's that way. Mm-hmm. And I know two biological siblings, mm-hmm. both with same mother and father, okay. both adopted into the same family, Okay, both exact opposites. Right. I mean, and I mean, like legally, like it's not just one likes red and one likes blue, one likes apples. One, No, right. I mean, it is their core values, their, the way that they live their lives. One is on, they're on very different paths. There you go. And they had the same exact upbringing. So- I know that that it's hard because I mean, and we know it as parents, you know, we're always like, if I had done something different, would they not have this problem? Would they not have? I mean, obviously I do the same thing as a parent, but I think that, you know, from being a single mom, mm-hmm. you raise your kids. I mean, I saw it with my son because his biological dad wasn't involved for the first almost 12 years. And there was still definite times that he would say something or his mannerisms or whatever were exactly like his dad. It's insane. And he wasn't getting it by interacting with his dad because they had no contact. Right. So I feel like it's, it is nature versus nurture. Right. It is a hundred percent just in you. I think it's a mix of both, but you can't just say it's definitely the environment, you know, because I liked her point whenever she said maybe the drugs that Madeline gave her to put her in the coma messed her up. That makes total sense to me. They tell you not to take drugs. It does. It does. And if they gave her enough to put her in a coma for 20 years, that was obviously some messed up stuff. Right. It totally makes sense to me that that would affect the baby. How far along was she when I am not an OB? (laughs) I'm just wondering how long, like, did Madeline only do it the one time for, and that's what lasted 20 years? Or was it, she did a little Uh, bit, she did a little bit until the pregnancy was done. Yeah. I'd have to go back. Or did she have Nina Right. Under an anesthesia, have the baby delivered. We should do a 411 about Nell's birth. Yeah. And about the. Right. I know we, we talked should, about yeah. it slightly, but I could not. I can see detail. it in my head. Like I can see them talking about it and arguing about it. And someone's going to wind up messaging us about it. So thank you already. 
And here's the thing. When we're, we've talked about this before. We are having this conversation live. Like we've never, we haven't talked about it beforehand. No. (laughs) So we don't remember everything. Right. We try. But that's why we appreciate the input that we get from the fans, because then it's like you're part of our conversation. Right. And so many times they thank us for, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Thank you. Exactly. It goes around. What goes around comes around. Round and round. It's actually very. I love your mini concerts that we get. <laughs> hmm. And it actually matches like what we're talking about right now. What goes around comes around. So I did like when Phyllis left and I guess she left the boys some chili. Yeah. And Lenny was like, Phyllis is very proud of her chili. So don't tell her how to fix it. That is a good husband yes. right there. Mm-hmm. That is on and He was protecting point. Sunny there too because she was not <laughs> yep. taken too kindly to that. Yep. That's funny. So Sunny is still at Tano's. Do you think Sunny destroyed the bar? So they had an intoxicated guest. Did Sunny drive him? Yeah. Okay. And then he, yeah, because he drove his car and then he walked back. Right. And But he came back in right after Phyllis and Lenny. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a little weird. The bar was destroyed. It was. And the cop took the coffee mug mm-hmm. that Sunny had been, because he asked him if he could fingerprint him. Right. And Sunny said you. no. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't like the cop did it whenever he said no. And then he couldn't get a complete match anyway or whatever. Right. Come Gee, on. Did you really think you were going to get some good information as you took the coffee mug, slid it in your pocket? <laughs> like, of course, stuff's going to be wiped off. Watch. That's why they put them in the little baggies on the crime scene. Or they wrap them in a cloth yes. napkin that so many guys carry in their pocket. <laughs> Maybe it's so you can pick up evidence. Maybe we need to start carrying <laughs> handkerchiefs with us. Anytime you see a guy with an actual pocket square, they're actually really looking for some evidence. So beware of the pocket square. Don't leave your glasses laying around. They might take it and run some fingerprints on you. But so do you think that... I don't think that Sunny did it. No. Okay. No, I really don't. Just because why would he? I was thinking manic state and didn't know. I hope they don't do that because then that means that they'll say that the robberies were him too. Right. And I really don't know. Yeah. That's the only thing that I was thinking was that, was that. I felt like his story was too original. Like he came up with it. He didn't even hesitate. Yeah. I was out. I was doing this. Right. I'm sorry. I left the Go find the guy. Yeah. I left it. And why would he pick the lock? True. So. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I hope not, but I didn't think so. He seems to be. I am glad to see that they believe him and not the cop, especially after the cop admitted. Right. I ran the fingerprints without your permission. Yeah. So ridiculous. I hope though. When Sonny goes back to Port Charles, they let him keep his natural hair. He's a little silver fox. Mm -hmm. I like it. And we love Sonny. Oh, yeah. So that was not a rip on him. It was just, yeah. Yeah. We've had this conversation before. As you get older, your hair does not stay perfectly the same color it was whenever you were younger. Mm -hmm. And whenever they do the dye jobs on him, they take it back to that jet black color. Which was beautiful in the 90s. Yes. But it's just not there anymore. He also doesn't have the curls anymore. So, like, let's just... Let's just let it go. Yes. So back to Sonny's funeral, though, when Diane was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. I love her. I love the way she's holding them. Like, you tell that person and that person tells that person. And do you know who's the last to know? Me. When I should be the first to know. Yes. Yes, Diane, you should. You guys pay me a lot of money to make sure I can't protect this family if I don't have the information. Yep. All of those things are right, Diane. You are on it. And I just love how whenever they got back to the house, you know, Jason's walking in front of Jack's and then Carly's kind of right in front of 
or behind Jax and right in front of Diane. Oh, what did she ask them? Who else knows about this or how much of it was true? Mm-hmm. And Jason and Carly just look at each other and Jason walks away and she's like, are you kidding me? Yes, exactly. That was good. That was good. I don't know how I feel about Joss just being like, oh, okay, you lied for good reason. I'm conflicted there. I I saw something in her this week, you know, like a little bit of a, she definitely justified it. She definitely, yeah. And that's, again, I'm not saying she was wrong because I totally agreed with why they hid the information, but you teach your kids not to lie whenever you tell them that you lied and they're just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's a little scary. Maybe, but maybe because she didn't get all of the information at one time, if she had been told Nina's Nell's daughter and this and this all at the same time, it might've been like, what the heck are you talking about? But because she had already had time to kind of process. Yes, maybe. I hope. So, I mean, I know they want her to be like Carly, and I'm fine with that, but I don't want her to be too Carly-like. No. She has an innocence to her she still, does, and she doesn't need to be changed just yet. She needs to be She needs to be feisty like Carly, mm-hmm. stubborn like Carly, because Carly is stubborn in a good way, yes. but she goes to the extreme. Right. Let's let Joss find her own extreme, mm-hmm. because we all have it. We all have our own extreme. Don't let her become a complete mirror of Carly. Right. Although already she's not. But yes. And then Nina wants Carly arrested. And I'm sorry. Okay. You are a former wife of a policeman. Yes. Can you just barge into the commissioner's private office? No. As a citizen. No, all of that. You can't just barge in, at least as far as I know, you can't just barge in. Even if you did file that complaint, Mm -hmm. there is still time. I mean, the police don't work that quickly. I'm sorry. Especially for something like that. Right. And it wasn't even her jurisdiction. No, 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 no. I did like Jordan's response to when she was like, she killed my daughter, my daughter. And Jordan's like, like, wait, what? You're who? What? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like Cynthia Watrous is such a good actress. She is. I it's, was not disappointed with her performance of the material. Yeah. I'm just over this material. Like, can we just get the DNA test? Exactly. Guys. They're just dragging everything out too long. And I don't understand if we've already made the connection that Wiley is your grandson, then how are you not making the connection? Ask for a DNA test. Right. Michael would never say no to that. Nope. We all knew it. We've said it like a hundred times already because that's how long you've been dragging it out. Just do it. Finn did his DNA test. We're never going to get those results. Right. Okay. Normally paternity tests come back way too quickly on GH and you're like, huh, that's funny. That wouldn't happen in real life. And now this one's going to take six months or something. He wasn't even on this week though. So it's not like we saw him and didn't have answers. But he was going to go away with Anna last week. So are we right. going to wait until he comes yes. back to get any of that? Yep. That's stupid. Well, what do you want him to land in wherever he's in Budapest yes. and, and get the text message? Yes. I They're a match. Answer. Although that would make sense because then he'll have time to process it without just running to chase. That would be good. See? Okay. So I'm not crazy. All right. So I guess. Oh, no. Happen. They're not going to Budapest. What the heck? That was Alex. I don't know where, where they're, they're going. going. They're going to find Liesl. I don't know where they're I going to find Liesl, though. I thought you were just using Budapest as a random country that they're going to go to. No, I was talking about the All My Children stuff from last week. That we did not see anything of this week. Right. But <gasps> Martin, again. <laughs> I love how in love you are with him. You're so cute. Okay. First of all, poor Charles Grill is back. Yeah. Is this replacing the floating rib? hope not i hope not too we need to do a 411 about the grill however there's like zero information however we've seen it so so many times mm-hmm. i mean it is isn't that what 
a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the floating rib and you're like, there was another place that they would go. Yes. It was the Fort Charles Grill. Right. And I'm fine with having another option. It made total sense this week with all the Valentine's mm-hmm. Day dates, but those are not the same places. You're not going to go there instead of to the floating rib. Right. When There's I no have... pool table or darts exactly. or wings. I'm sure that the Fort Charles Grill does not have wings. Right. So I could be wrong. They could have fancy wings. Well, they definitely don't have darts and pool tables, and you're not wearing your jeans and a t-shirt there and slamming back a beer. No. So, uh-oh, what's your face? So, Who are you going to be sad about Franco. now? Oh. So, first of all, happy Valentinversity, Valiversary, Mom and Franco. That was so cute, and it was all, like, crooked and everything. So cute. Jake made it. Jake made a banner that said, happy Valiversary, Mom and Franco, because they got married in jail. Mm-hmm. On Valentine's Day. Yes. And that was so sweet. And so they decided to go to dinner at the Port Charles Grill. Right. And Franco wound up having his appetite not there. And his stomach seemed a little queasy because he had to excuse himself to the restroom. And then he started to lose his hair, which we forgot to talk about last week as the funniest moment of the one episode we had. Right. Was when... He, Terry's telling him, you could be nauseous, you could be this, you could be that, and you could lose your hair. And he's like, nope. Exactly. I don't know. I think that's going to be, I think the whole point of that was that's what's going to keep Cam home from Stanford. I do too. Which, I mean, for storyline, obviously I like Cam, so I keep him around. But again, reflecting to real life, please don't do that. If you have an acceptance to Stanford, go. Just go. As long as Franco is in the state that he is right now. Right, right. If it turns out that yes. it is then yeah but take a gap year a side effect of the radiation right. radiation is supposed to be shrinking the tumor which would give him a longer life expectancy so cam should go to stanford but if he's gonna be distracted i'm sure that he could robin did it when yeah. stone was dying yeah but we don't want to kill franco not the franco we have now I did like that Joss and Trina came over to spend Valentine's Day with them yes. all together. And they brought him candy and they found the letter to Stanford. Mm-hmm. And they were super supportive. He was scared. They were going to say something negative. And they said, you have to go. And Joss was even like, I'll teach you how to surf when I come visit. Yep. So very cute. Yes. I like how they're all like, we're all dealing with crap with our parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, and seriously. Yeah. You know, the only problem I had with... Liz and Franco. So they, they ultimately decided not to eat. You still have to pay. You still have to pay when you box it up. I mean, Liz is still hungry and I'm sure that those weren't cheap meals. Right. And I mean, I understand the, but he wasn't getting, okay. I'm just going to plead ignorance on this though. And please, please forgive me because I've never had to be caretaker to someone with a tumor with, so I don't know what, all right. I'm just going to stop there because I don't know how dire I don't know what that situation's like, so I don't want to actually make a comment on it now. My first reaction was, you should pay. But if he really had to get out of there... I feel like I have limited knowledge with this because my ex did have cancer. The nauseousness can be severe where, okay, this is an emergency. But even in that case, so he goes out to the car and she stays behind for a minute and pays. Or at least says to the waiter, hey, I'll call you in five minutes with my credit card number. Right. He wouldn't just stiff the place, which is the way that it was. And Franco didn't seem like he was going to get sick. Because the food was on the table. Yes. And That's he, the whole thing. Right. If it has not, if it's touched the table, it cannot be reserved. Right. So. Exactly. And he didn't seem like he 
he was going to get sick right that moment. Okay. He just seemed like, because he even said, I can sit here and watch you eat. And she was like, no, that's dumb. That's true. Okay. So he, did. he okay. wasn't having the sense of urgency to leave. So why would you leave without paying? Right. Okay. Is that what you were thinking? Too? That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yep. They jumped up. It was just weird because you wouldn't do that. It's just very over-exaggerated this week. I don't know why. Everything that they did, I was like, yeah, that's not how you would do that. Ever. Oh, you mean like maybe Jason shooting Brando in the leg? But that was genius. Oh, we, that should have been a Friday cliffhanger. I am sorry because I, 10 o'clock at night, screamed, <laughs> what the actual heck? <laughs> we just had this conversation before we started the podcast, not about GH related things, but sometimes you have to do things. Because in the long run, it works out better. So that was what he did. He I was care of it. not 100% sure that he didn't kill him, though. No. I don't know. He was going to kill him. I don't know. He likes Brando. I he know. He's not going to kill him. But he's already agreed to put Franco out of his misery. Maybe he was thinking about doing the same. Franco. But maybe he was thinking about saving Brando from getting killed by Cyrus. No. I don't know. No. I trust me. No. I, I get well, it now. I'm sorry that your thought process was wrong. I get it because now. Because there was not a doubt in my mind that that was not a fatal shot. I thought it would have shot him in the arm, but it actually made way more sense to do it in the leg because then you're not affecting his shooting ability. Right. So you're welcome. Good job. And also, it's more acceptable that he cannot be as up and about and everything. I mean, having right. an arm injury is still exhausting. Yes. But it's perceived as though, right? You can well, your legs work, so you can around. still do it, you know. Exactly. But if you're laid up with your leg and everything, I loved when Brando asked him if he knew how painful it was to be shot <laughs> or to take a bullet. <laughs> that was another time that Jordan annoyed me. She was asking them questions, and Brando said, "I don't know who shot me." And she said, "Well, that looks like it was pretty close range, so you should have seen it." And he was like, "I don't know." And she's he was like, walking away. You two are playing some kind of game and I'm going to figure it out. No, you're not. Maybe if you were talking to Curtis, he could have connected the dots for you. But since you're not, you're not going to figure it out. You're very, very passionate about I this am. today. I, she just needs to be better. So I feel like we're just going to keep going back to Sonny's funeral, though. So everyone was meeting at Quartermain, the Quartermain Mansion. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that they gave Willow that plunging neckline as a dress for a funeral. That's totally out of character for her she was totally showing cleave i didn't notice it was i mean it wasn't like down to her belly okay but it was down in between where she could not be wearing a regular bra i didn't notice wow okay just my opinion and then okay i liked the line that sam said just call me sam i did like that line okay but <laughs> over the fireplace uh -huh. with your sister's brother and your brother's brother right is not Romantic. And Olivia gave him that look like, ooh, oh, something's yay. happening. No, 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 no. But I did love Willow and Sasha's dresses for Valentine's Day. Yes. I did like Willow's dress at the funeral, but I was just like, that's not what she... I did not pay attention. Mm -hmm. So Willow and Chase went to dinner. Where she spent the entire time talking about Michael. She spent the time talking about wine and... No! No, she talked. No, I know. And the renovations, Michael, 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 that Michael is doing the renovations at the house. Okay, Michael is paying attention to if we're out and about, and I say, I think it's oh, gonna make. I like that chair. Blah 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 blah. Michael's paying attention. Michael cares about her and wants her to be happy and mm -hmm. not live in a space that was Nell's last. 
that will make her think of Nell. Because that's who lived in the boathouse last. That's true. Or not the boathouse. What's it called? Gatehouse. Gatehouse. Thank you. They have too many extra house. <laughs> I, I know. What it's called. Poor Chase, though. I don't want them together. I'm sorry. I know you do, but no. I do. Oh, I actually have a list of my pairings. Oh, gosh. Okay, so my pairings. Uh-huh. Sasha and Brando. Yes. Because she went to see him at the hospital. And you could see the sparks uh-huh. there. She's like, are you okay? Yep. I can make you feel better. Yep. So would they be Sando or Brasha? I don't know. Okay. Chase and Willow. Good. No. Jason and Britt. Yes. Yes. I want Michael and Maxie. We've talked about this before. In the past, they should have gotten together. Michael and Maxie, I feel like, would be perfect. She is just a hot mess enough to keep things interesting, but she's a very dedicated wife. Like, she's a very dedicated partner. I still want her to get back together with Spinelli. So. Okay, but then we have to get rid of Ellie, even though we don't have Ellie. We have Ellie. Okay, but that's... No. That's okay. If Spinelli is not an option, maybe I'll consider it. Okay. I don't, it's not that I there don't There was a period like, of time where I thought that he was going to go for her. It's not that before I, Peter, I don't think. like them together, but I like him with Willow. They're so cute talking about Wiley and putting him to sleep and blah, blah, blah. It was adorable. Monica and Gregory and Alexis and Martin. Those are my okay. hopes for the year. It's like Valentine's wishing. We should make this a yearly we thing. We should. pairing up with you for Valentine's Day. But that's who I would like behind. to see. All right. I'll agree with all of them except for Willow and Chase. And I don't know about Michael and Maxie. I would love Michael and Maxie. I think they would be so that's fun. That's a lot of kids. Four kids between the two of them. I think they'll be fine. That's a lot of kids. Um, He has like a ton of nannies and a ton of rooms. And, and I guess she And they're not related not in anyone. any way, right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Should not pick up your future spouse at a family reunion. We already used that one. I know. That's why I was saying it. I don't think they are. I don't think they are because he's Quartermain Spencer. Yeah. Okay. We're good. They're yeah. good. Wow. They're bloodlines. Well, that's why they'll cross. never be together. Right. Because <laughs> there's too much sense. <laughs> they'll never be together now. But I do. Hmm. All right. We'll see. I'll think on that one. Mm, they they just... wouldn't have a cute name though. Maxiel? Because that's close to her real name, Maximilia. Right. See, there's another reason it can't work. Yeah. Mikesy? No. Darn it. Okay. And then Laura did not go to Sonny's funeral so that Cyrus didn't go and ruin it. I loved it. Love her. I loved it. And then Cyrus called the board meeting to have his medicine that he's created Mm-hmm. automatically approved by the board. subcommittee of the board. Right. Because it then, wasn't the full board. It was the um, executive committee. There you go. Okay. I don't know if they called it the executive committee, but I know on the boards that I am, that group is called the executive committee. So. Okay. We'll go with that. And Leslie walks in and objects. Yes. So, I love, so nice. I love how spunky she is. Yes. And then she went to Monica's house. It's like, I like these renovations. Who is your decorator? And the second that Monica opened the door, hi, Lester. (laughs) We need to get to the root origin of that. We need to add that to our list of questions. Okay. And they're going to team up. Yes. To take Cyrus down. That would be great. You wanted them to do stuff together. Mm -hmm. What if they, after all these years, team up to save the hospital? That would be wonderful. I think it's going to be great. Yep. And that's what we need because the new people have no idea what they're doing. So, And then Britt tried. She did really good in the board meeting. She did really good in the board meeting except for... What are you rolling your eyes at? Because she should have known to not save her research on a hospital computer. True. Come on. she. I was totally with her up until then. Here, Jason, look at this information. It's highly addictive. That's what he's leaving out. 
Oh no, my file's blank. Duh. Okay, well, we're give someone them that. whose parents are crazy, world-renowned criminals. Exactly. She should have known to back your stuff up on a flash drive and take it with you. Maybe she's just as sick as flash drives <laughs> as we are, and maybe she saved it, saved it on the cloud and thought that it couldn't happen. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. She needed to be a little smarter. But then her hand started shaking again. Mm-hmm. I think that whoever told us that it's probably going to be Huntington's is right. Yeah. And I am not happy about right. this. Because she was very scared when she made that doctor appointment. Yep. No. <laughs> Just no. Just no. Because she's finally getting good. Right. They've actually given her a storyline. Yes. That's not about who she's sleeping with. Exactly. Or who her parents are. Right. Like it's her against Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And her and Jason would be good. That'd be so good. So good. I would like that. I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Just as fun as Brett and Brad. <laughs> that was so cute. Very. So she got cute. So she got Brad out of jail to come spend Valentine's Day with her. I was trying to think so hard because she walks in his room and like takes off her doctor's jacket and acts like she's going to strip. Yes. And it was for Brad. So funny. They're so cute. I just love them together. I hope they do figure out a way that makes sense. Why Brad can stick around. Right. Didn't seem like that's what they had done for right now, though. He was just coming back in for another surgery that he's not really having. Right. So, but to they, make Valentine's. Yes. They stuffed the bags for the kids. That was so cute. That's Their heart-shaped lollipop and those rubber bracelets that all the kids love. They're so annoying. But anyway. <laughs> it's about the kids. Yes. Those were very cute treat bags. And then she went to go deliver them, and her hand trembled, and she lost some of the... Yes. Bags. And Jason came to help. Right. And Brad called her out on her handshaking before that. Mm-hmm. That was good. I hope he yep. makes the connection. Yep. Me too. He was like, I know I don't make you nervous. What the heck? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then he overheard Lucas and Felix saying that they're going to get drinks together. Yep. Lucas saying, like, assuming that Felix was asking him out, though. Mm. Yeah. I liked Felix's response, though. He was like, what? No, I said you want to grab a beer so we can just forget about Valentine's Day. Right. You should feel dumb for assuming it was a date. Yep. But it was cute. I mean, I like the idea of them hanging out because those are another two that we've said a thousand times have so much more potential to just do fun things and mm-hmm. like see them doing more than just their hospital work. Right. So I hope they actually show them going out for a beer and playing pool and I don't know, maybe picking up some other guys that we haven't even met yet or something. But I feel like they can't be the only two gay men in Port Charles. So let's have them make some friends. And it doesn't have to be like big long-term relationships. Neither one of them needs to get married tomorrow, but just seeing them. No, we need Felix to find somebody. Felix needs to find somebody. I don't know if he'll be as fun whenever he finds somebody. We need someone to find. Yeah. But we just need someone. To, I don't know what I'm yeah. saying. We need him to find someone so that he stays. But there's no one for him to stick to right now. Right. I don't feel like he has to be with Lucas. They act like that's the only match he can have. Right. And just because two people are gay does not mean right they get together. Exactly. So I think the only thing we have left is Molly and TJ are finally doing a commitment ceremony on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You when can we're all so that. against. Okay. Right. She's like. I want to bring meaning to the day. So it's not just about cards and flowers. It actually is about love like it was supposed to be. Okay. You one person getting not even married committed on that day does not change what it is for everyone else. Right. It's either that for you or it's not. It has nothing to do with everyone else. Right. (sighs) 
yes, it's definitely been overplayed by you know the card companies and but it's just like Christmas and Easter and like all the holidays now. Right, exactly. You know, everything's been overdone. It is about love. Like at the end of the day, so my husband got me the Friends game. So if you've ever seen the movie Friends or the movie, the movie, if you've ever seen the show Friends, there's an episode where they're all throwing a ball around. Well, there's a game called the one with the ball. And my husband got that for me. And that's fine. You know, I didn't get diamonds. I didn't get all that. And that's okay. Right. Because, and that was love. Oh, that's what we didn't talk about. The creepy bug to Ava. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but how cute her Nick's celebrating their first Valentine's Day. Actually in love. You're such a dork. But it was so cute. <laughs> oh, what else we didn't talk about? Because we started talking about the poor Charles girl. I did really bad on my notes this week, so I apologize. Yeah, They're right. all over the place. So Nick and Ava did Valentine's Day at the poor Charles girl. Mm-hmm. She was delivered a cockroach. I want to know what the real present was. I like how she said, I already have two beautiful rings. Yeah, yeah, you do, Ava. It's really not fair to the rest of us, okay? But the first people that we see at the poor Charles girl was... Martin and Valentine, and Val- Valentine's the one that said, "You told me to meet you here at the Poor Charles Grill." He's yes. the one who let us know where we were. Right, and then Jackie came, and they all powwowed and talked about going to Valentine. Pieced it all together, where well, yeah, Jason would trust Bobby to take care of. Right, and he's like, yeah, and he and Carly are totally co-conspirators. He's the only person that has said, "I think Carly's in this thing yeah, too." Here, you exactly. know, like it's not just Jason, guys. Mm-mm. So, yay, Valentine. And then Martin's all adamant that he wants to go to Vermont also to see his mom. And Jackie's like, no, no. I need to scope it out. And Right. Ooh, they're not going to try to get Martin and Jackie together, are they? Oh, I hope not. I hope not, too. Because I need him with Alexis. Okay. Yeah. I didn't pick anyone for her yet. <laughs> not Finn. Even if he winds up not marrying Anna, no. Okay. You cannot marry your dad's <laughs> ex-wife. I mean, they can. That might be the mother of your son brother. <laughs> your son brother. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Woo, uh. And then Cyrus walked in and was like, where are we going on a road trip? Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> Although Martin calling him Valentino and he's like, what else do you have to do other than trying to win back Nina <laughs> and try to take over EL or taking over ELQ, ELQ. And, like, yep. and pining after Nina. And he <gasps> was too. The second that Nina walked in there, he was like, are you okay? Can I talk to you? What's wrong? And I liked them. I know that a lot of people are done with Valentina and Nina, but I think I think there's a chance. Mm. She said, how's this any different than you hurt me too? Right. And But she challenged him to prove it. Prove it that you still love me. And so they're going to figure all this out. Hook up in the middle of their crazy? I don't like that. No, I'm not saying like, well, how are you defining hook up? Physical or Both. like they're going, I think that they're going to find each other again through this. I hope if he is what keeps her from going off the deep end yes. crazy, then Please. that's fine. Yes. But if he is in cahoots with her, like Franco was whenever they kidnap Avery. Yeah. No. Agree. hundred percent agree. Okay. Yes. Yes. As long as it's done the way that we want it to be done, we're okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes we're okay when they go off our script. But... As long as it's done, okay. You can't have her crazy and him crazy because then that jeopardizes Charlotte too. Absolutely, yeah. And Charlotte already doesn't have her mom. And he's already tried to give her to Laura and do all that. But no, I agree. As long as he does legit try to help her through this. Yes. All right. I'll I'll allow it. (laughs) Because here's the thing though. At the end of the day, 
all this is Jax's fault. Oh, yeah. Because he paid off Frank for Nell's kidney. But he didn't know. He knew that it was that she was related to Carly. I thought that's why he didn't know that it was coming from Nell. Okay. He knew that Frank was getting it for him, but he didn't know. So there's still a connection to Carly. Oh, yeah. There's still a connection to Carly. So there was a good chance that it was probably from her, but a a family member. I don't know that that's true. If I knew you were shady and I needed something shady done, I would call you for help. I wouldn't think that means that you're going to cut out one of your kids' organs and give it to me. Okay. True. However... (laughs) At the end of the day, I don't need to stand up for him here, but I don't know that that's the line you can make. But yes, it is all Jax's fault. I agree. Set it all in motion from the very beginning to telling Carly the line. Would Nell have had that upbringing had, I mean, yeah, Frank was not a good guy. We know this, you know, this is a no questions about that. But she also knew that she lost her kidney because somebody else needed it so her dad got the money but i feel like she would have been messed up by that already because by the time that they took her kidney she had to be what 17 oh i don't know i don't know how old joss was whenever she needed that transplant she was young like seven no she was younger than that she was like a they aged her remember oh that's right we'll see so i don't know what in the whole age game yeah because wasn't she a teenager maybe wasn't wasn't Nell a teenager whenever Frank took her kidney? I feel like by that time, enough parenting has been done that you're already screwed up or not screwed up. Okay. Very good. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I could be wrong. Not saying you can't come back from that stuff. I just mean, if you've been in a bad situation for so long, right? that just kind of solidifies it. Gotcha. I don't know what else we missed. Anything? I, I kind of interrupted you because I was like, creepy bug. Wait, we forgot about that. No, because we forgot about a lot. So I guess we just have... Reality check. Reality check. What did you do fun this week? Why do you always assume I did something fun? Because you have such an exciting life compared to mine. No. So Mm -hmm. my reality check for today is mom fail. Uh Uh-oh. I was doing my yoga this morning. Mm -hmm. 21 minutes and 22 seconds. All that I ask. Mm -hmm. That's all that today was. It was some breathing exercises. It was just, you know, I'm in a good rhythm and everything. And my son comes down and tells me that he's going to the mall with his friend. And I did not respond very well. And then we apologized to each other and everything. But like, I cried the rest of the way through my yoga because I was so disappointed in myself. And I'm like, I am doing something that's supposed to be calming and all that. I'm like, and my first, first of all, I was doing it with my eyes shut. So he kind of scared me too. Mm-hmm. So there was that. But it was just like one of those things that 21 minutes, guys, 21 minutes, if it was that important, I, I appreciate the fact that, he, and I was like, well, did you already talk to JD? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Right. Then you then, didn't have to tell both of us. And I mean, I, I'm going to miss him and I'm going to miss it. And he's a good kid. And he tells me where he's going and all that 21 minutes. And I just, that was my mom fail for today. And I reorganized my spices though. Ooh, this is going to sound so <laughs> messed up. So I have anxiety, which we've talked about a little bit, but I mean, it's not, I need to fix things that cause me the anxiety. Okay. And my spice cabinet has been driving me bonkers because like, I'll be looking for something and I can't find it. And then I wind up with duplicates because I go mm. and buy it. And then I don't have very big cabinets. So I've, I bought like a organization thing that's not working out very well. They're all different sizes. They're all different shapes. So I bought little two ounce glass jars on Amazon and poured them all into it. And now all the big containers and everything are in a box in that organ, in the shelving unit that my husband made over the summer under the stairs. So that way I just have to refill them. And now it's all nice and clean and all uniform. (sighs) 
And it felt so good. I hope somebody out there understands. I'm I'm happy for you. It's not that I don't understand. I just don't have the same level of anxiety OCD that you do. So I'm not OCD because that that is a whole other. But I definitely, and I'm not saying that like I freak out when I open my. I feel like it's three against me mm-hmm. with keeping the house. Oh yeah, and I totally get that order and everything. And so my goal now is to remove the opportunity for them to mess it up. There you go. <laughs> so no, I, I understand where you're coming from different topic or whatever, but Megan has the guinea pigs and she was ecstatic to have them whenever she got them. And now she's lost interest because pets last for a lot longer than little kids attention spans do. So she never wants to change the cage it's always a reminder of, you know, do they have fresh water? I know there's water, but do they have fresh water and food and whatever? And so I've been saying for like the past probably four months, we need to get rid of them. But I refuse to take them to just like an animal shelter right. or whatever, because they don't deserve that. And it's not that we can't take care of them. It's that no one chooses to. So I was super excited because this weekend I saw a friend of a friend posted that they were looking for guinea pigs and I jumped on and I was, and I know this person is like an animal lover and she's going to give them such a good home. Is Megan okay with this? I jumped on and I was like, you wouldn't want these. Here's pictures of them, blah, blah, blah. And she said, yes. And so I turned to Megan and I was like, I'm giving them away. I'm sorry. You can stalk them on Facebook because I know she'll post pictures because that's the kind of person she is, but it's not fair to them. I agree. To be in the cage and not be played with. They're nice little guys. They deserve a nice house. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, that means that we'll only have one animal and that's not okay. So we need to get, I think she said a chinchilla. And I was like, no. <gasps> they are so cute. I had a friend growing up that had one. Oh my gosh. And they're so soft. They they are soft and they're very cute. But you know what they also are? A whole bunch of responsibility. They also take up a lot of room. Yeah. You don't just need a cage. You need an aviary cage right. for them. So, no, that's not happening. And I said, you know, you guys are more annoying as you get older. I'm not going to give you away and have a baby. We're not going to. Give, <laughs> that's a good analogy. We're not going to give the guinea pigs away because you've lost interest and then get something new. Because again, the life expectancy of all of these animals is more than the six months to a year that you're interested. So, I mean, if she's sad, sure. Because I, I think all of us are going to miss just being like, hi guys, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But in the long term, is she going to be scarred for life? No. And they deserve to go somewhere that's going to right love them. And so I can't wait. Like, I'm like, they're leaving and this whole space can be clean and I don't have to scream about stuff everywhere because they kick the fluffy stuff out and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah and whatever. So I, I get where you're coming from. I just don't have as many issues as you do. The space cabinet is not the things that I'm concerned about. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I know that that's not, but it's just, yeah. But if you can get it done simply right. and it makes you happy. And then they you make these totally products for a reason. I'm obviously not alone. Exactly. Exactly. But yes. Organization. Like I'm just done with the clutter. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm done. I understand that. I, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my therapy. <laughs> and Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a good reality check. You got it all together. Thanks. No, I don't. <laughs> I yelled at my son this morning. You're getting it all together. No, he's older. You, we've talked about this before. You shouldn't have your kids grow up in unrealistic expectations. I know. He's going to go on and have a girlfriend, a wife, or whatever. She's going to yell at him about dumb stuff sometimes, and he needs to know how to handle that. So yeah. actually, you just prepared him for life. That was a good mom moment. He needs, 
they, people need to learn. (laughs) And I learned this, your emergency is not my priority. Right. And going to the mall with a friend is not an emergency. Right. And does not mean that I need to stop what I'm doing. Like that's a very disrespectful thing. Yes. You know, and we're going to have this conversation later when we talk, but yeah. I don't think it was a mom fail at all. I think it was showing. Well, because a couple weeks ago I talked about that, you know, I canceled plans with friends to get drinks because they were gone and my husband was bowling with friends. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I just want to sit at home with no one. That This is why. Right. You know, because yeah, they're not little, they're not toddlers. You know, I I don't have to be, I don't know what my daughter's doing right now. I know she's in her room. Right. You know, but she's 17, but there's still, the reason I stayed home is because there was no opportunity for anyone to just walk through and be like, Hey, where's the, Oh, I told them jokingly this morning. I said, you know what? I should have thought of, Oh, so I gave up online shopping for Lent and unnecessary spending. Good job. The exception is if we really need something and it's only available online. Got it. So, so far I haven't had to do anything, but I jokingly told him this morning, I was like, maybe I should have given up answering your guys' questions for one. <laughs> I mean, you figure, because I do, I'm like, you guys got to figure this stuff out. Right. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so join us on Thursday as we talk with Carrie Shane. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.